Welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and thanks for joining me today as I strive to inspire, encourage, and accompany you on the journey towards holiness by sharing food for the head, heart, hands, and feet so we may grow closer to God, become more like Jesus, and through friendship, help one another discover the life God created us for, a life of purpose, peace, and abundance. Welcome to episode 38 of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and this week I take a walk through several quotes from different saints who are going to help give us clarity about how we can be able to say yes to the great invitation that our Heavenly Father offers us. Last week on the 28th Sunday of Ordinary Time, the gospel reading was all about the invitation to everyone to come to the wedding feast of his son and how everyone had all sorts of excuses. So this week, we're going to go ahead and we're going to focus upon being able to get clarity so that we can say yes when the invitation comes and also so it can help us focus upon what is our life's purpose. Enjoy and see you on the flip side. Our food for the head this week comes from St. Philip Neri. He tells us, He who wishes for anything but Christ does not know what he wishes. He who asks for anything but Christ does not know what he is asking. He who works and not for Christ, does not know what he is doing. The key to a life of purpose is about being rooted in our true identity as sons and daughters of God. And what I've found in my own life is that when I don't have my identity clear, when I'm not firmly rooted in this reality, then I tend to be easily swayed or distracted or discouraged by things that I encounter in this world. But when I have my eyes firmly fixed upon Jesus, what happens is, is that then I have his eyes to see and his ears to hear. And I have true clarity of purpose. I have a focused mind. I am able to truly apply myself to the things that matter. I don't find myself scrolling away on my Facebook feed or, you know, checking out, you know, the, the latest whatever it was that popped up into my email inbox, but rather I am focused and I am focused upon trying to get to my heavenly home by doing all it is that I can in order to be able to be open to his graces so that he is able to work in my life and I am able to grow in virtue. I'm able to hopefully be open to his grace, who I said before, so I can be transformed. And that's what this life is all about. This journey, this adventure that we are invited into, we're invited into the very life of the one who loves us. God invites us to experience his life, not necessarily this life on earth. And so often we get so focused and wrapped up in all of what is going on around us 
that we forget that this too is passing away. Right now we're entering into the autumn season and it's easy to see in nature how this world is passing away. The leaves are turning, leaves are falling, uh, the eternal battle against the leaves in our yard, if that is your thing. I know it is for our household. And what's important though is that it tells us that not all things will stay the same. And that is the only constant, isn't it? The only constant in our lives is change. And when we have our eyes fixed on where we're going though, the changes don't impact us as much. What happens is, is that then we don't become anxious. We don't become worried about what's going to change next, but rather we're able to encounter whatever comes, knowing that God is working to the good of those who love him. So when we find ourselves uh, starting to become distracted, what I always try to do for myself is to refocus on who am I? Whose am I? Where am I going? Those big life questions, there's a reason why we're given Sundays. We're given Sundays for recreation, to recreate, to be reminded that we need to refocus and set our eyes on God again. And it's the same way if you're on a long journey. I was in the army and we used compasses to get from point A to point B. This was before GPS was so uh, available. But you would, you know, it's like taking a sighting on the North Star at night of where you might have a cloud that comes by and you can't see the North Star. And then when it emerges, then we have to reset. We have to put our eyes again on that North Star and change our direction. In the same way, we have to keep our eyes on Christ. Our food for the heart comes from St. Teresa of Avila, whose memorial we just celebrated very recently. And she tells us, Perhaps we do not know what love is nor does this greatly surprise me. Love does not consist in great sweetness of devotion, but in a fervent determination to strive to please God in all things, in avoiding as far as possible all that would offend him, and in praying for the increase of the glory and honor of his Son and for the growth of the Catholic Church. She writes this in The Interior Castle, which is one of her most famous books, but Teresa of Avila is not only a doctor of the church, she's also recognized as the doctor of prayer. And in this writing here, she tells us very simply, our prayer life is not supposed to be about our emotions and feelings. Rather, it's supposed to be about our fervent determination to strive to please God in all things. And as we do that, to strive to avoid as much as possible any offense while we're praying for the glory and honor of our Lord Jesus and for the growth of the church. And how does this tie with us keeping our eyes on our heavenly home? Well, what happens is, is that when we have our eyes fixed on where we're going, then 
we become determined to do what we need to do in order to get there. I talk frequently about the four steps to holiness, those four things, those four practices that we need to have in our lives in order to be striving towards our heavenly home, to be striving for sanctity. And those four steps, for those of you who might not be familiar, are daily prayer and meditation, living a life of grace by frequenting the sacraments, striving daily to grow in virtue, and abandoning ourselves to God's will. And in fact, <clears throat> so much of this fervent determination is found in daily prayer and meditation. It has to be, because I know I've experienced it and I have yet to meet anyone who has had just ecstasy upon ecstasy every time that they try to have a conversation with God. We are blessed and filled with his graces sometimes in which we do have those experiences. But more often than not, it's fits and starts. It's tops of the mountains and then the deepest, darkest valleys. And um, I like to joke about the fact of I sit down and I spend time and I'm having, trying to have a conversation, but all I'm getting is crickets. <laughs> <laughs> and people understand that. But what is important is that we show up. It's not because God isn't there because we might not hear him, but God is always whispering to us. He is always striving to communicate with us. It just might be we're on the wrong frequency. and Or it might be that he's desiring for us to learn to be in silence and to just be present with him so that that way we're able to be transformed, that our hearts and our minds will be ready to accept the graces that he desires to give us whenever that happens. And it also allows us to be able to, with greater determination and also greater obedience, are able to accept those things that we do not like and do not choose and cannot change and do not understand each and every day. This is where our fervent determination to love God with all our hearts and minds and souls. And we do this because we desire to be with him for all eternity. So it's possible because of whose we are. We are God's sons and daughter through our baptism. And he has made it possible for us to be with him for all eternity. But we have to say yes. And welcome back. Our food for the hands comes from the great Thomas Akempis and his book, Imitation of Christ. And he writes, A man must go through a long and great conflict in himself before he can learn fully to overcome himself and to draw his whole affection towards God. When a man stands upon himself, he is easily drawn aside after human comforts. But a true lover of Christ and a diligent pursuer of virtue, does not hunt after comforts, 
nor seek such sensible sweetnesses, but is rather willing to bear strong trials and hard labors for Christ. Wow. So, are you ready to bear strong trials and hard labors for Christ? I don't think I am. But, that being said, I know that my capacity to bear those strong trials and do those hard labors for Christ continue to expand as I continue to have that conflict within myself trying to overcome my predilections towards sin, my concupiscence, my addictions that I have. We all have them, by the way. I just name it as an addiction. Uh, anything that we're not able to set aside easily, um, you know, it, it's an addiction. We're attached to it. So a lot of people like attachments better than addiction, but we all have those things that we want. We want our comforts, don't we? But when we truly love Christ and we're diligently pursuing virtue, then we're not seeking those comforts. We're not seeking those sweetnesses, but rather we're seeking to love as best as we can. And this is what we are to try and do each and every day. In this time of COVID, in the midst of this pandemic, many of us are under constant stress and there's a lot of ongoing sacrifice. So because of that, because we're already having to sacrifice some things, how we go about doing things, whether or not we get to go do those things, we easily will justify in our minds our tendencies towards indulgent and seeking comfort. At least I know I do. And we've got to resist this temptation, not because we need to, you know, be taking on harsh, you know, uh, sacrifices or uh, mortifications. That's not why we do this. But rather we do this so that we are struggling in order to continue to overcome ourselves and to be properly ordered on Christ. For us to become right ordered is the great struggle. And even when we get to that point of where we're properly ordered, of where God is first in all things in our life, and then when God is first in all things, properly order themselves, it becomes very clear what it is that we're supposed to be about. This is what it is to know where it is that we're going, to know who it is that we are. When we remember our identity, when we remember to what it is that we have been created for, then it becomes so much easier to set aside those things that don't truly matter. We're able to set aside those things all with God's grace, but we're able to set aside those things that are not truly important. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't enjoy the pleasures of this life. This is what God made this world for. He, he made it for us to be able to enjoy it, to get a foretaste of what is coming in heaven, to remind us that there are good things that are here. But it's all in order to point us in the direction 
of our eternal home. So we must continue to battle to overcome ourselves. And remember not to rely upon ourselves. Because when we do, then we are drawn towards those comforts. But when we keep our eyes on Him, all things are possible. Our food for the feet comes from St. Maximilian Kolbe, and he writes, Offer yourself up to the Immaculata. Let her work through you, and you shall disseminate much happiness on earth, even during our time. To many a restless soul, you will give peace and serenity in God. Wow, what providential guidance St. Maximilian Kolbe gives us here. And he wrote this back in the midst of World War II. He wrote this back in, I think it was 1942, 43. So we're looking at almost 80 years ago, he wrote this guidance to us. And where we offer ourselves up to Mary, the Immaculata, we let her work through us. And then by doing that, we'll disseminate much happiness on earth, even in the midst of our times. And during this month of the rosary, how much more important is this for us to actively offer ourselves to Mary, let her work through us, so that that way we're able to work alongside her and the Holy Spirit in our hearts to be able to not just form Jesus in our minds and hearts and souls, but then to be able to be that witness to others of what is possible because as we experience peace and serenity in our lives then everyone else around us does too and what could be more important right now than that peace that comfort that serenity that comes from living closely with our Lord what could be more important and Mary is the one who can show us the way. This is why we pray the rosary. This is why we spend time meditating upon the life of Jesus at the feet of Mary. We allow her with the Holy Spirit to open our minds and our hearts to see her son in a profoundly different way so that we can come to a greater knowledge and understanding so that we can increase in wisdom and so that we can be transformed so that we can become those living breathing wonder-working saints that God created us to be this all happens when we abandon ourselves to his will when we detach ourselves from outcomes and from our plans and it's not that our plans are bad but when they're properly ordered in accordance with God's desires for us then what happens is, is that when we're obedient to his will and we trust him, then all things truly are possible. And our lives tend to be so much better than what we had imagined. At least I know it's been that way for me. I never would have imagined that I would have been writing a book or doing you know, classes online or even doing a podcast. Never even dreamed of such a thing. But it brings me great joy to do these things because I can see because God has been kind enough to give me the grace to see 
that I've helped some people. And that's the whole thing that we do is say yes to holiness, is that our whole focus is to inspire and to encourage and accompany people as they strive for holiness. We need to surround ourselves with like-minded people to be able to get to our heavenly home, to be able to not become discouraged, to not be distracted, but to be able to say, we are the sons and daughters of God. We desire to be with our Heavenly Father for all eternity. Let us walk this road together. Yes, it might be difficult. Yes, it might be painful. Yes, there are going to be challenges. But with God, all things are possible. So let's keep our eyes on Him and keep walking step by step, day by day, until we get to our heavenly home. And let's bring as many people as we can along with us. So just a couple of suggestions for resolutions for how you can take our conversation today and apply it in your daily life. So you can take a look at spending a little bit more time in prayer. How are you doing in the amount of time that you're spending? How determined are you in growing in love of God? Maybe you take the time to examine your life right now and see what is it that you are rooting your identity in. Is it your identity and you know, as a son or daughter of God and you're embracing that dignity and that greatness? Or are you rooting your identity in your work or in your family life or in your achievements? None of those things are bad, but what are you rooting your identity in? Because whatever we root our identity in, that will give us our perception and our focus for our life. And how are we doing? with our rosary. Are we praying? Have we invited someone else to pray it with us? How are we doing, especially during this month of the rosary? So perhaps this week you pray it more times than you have before. I pray it daily, and this is not to brag, but rather it has become a foundational part of how it is that I encounter our Lord each and every day. And Mary is key to my doing that. So I invite you to do the same. Thanks again for spending time with me today. If you have any suggestions or questions for upcoming podcasts, please send them to me at my Facebook page at Say Yes to Holiness, on Instagram at Christina Simmons, or at my website www.sayyestoholiness.com. I look forward to hearing from you. In the interim, please know of my continued prayers for you and your loved ones that we may each continue to strive to do whatever it takes in order to grow in holiness so we may be able to tell the master of death not today. Take care, and I look forward to talking with you again soon.